Welcome to Tech Talks in 20. I'm Michael Logan. And I'm Ginger Conlon. This week, we're going to talk about something that I experienced recently. Well, we'll expand on that, I guess. Recently took a trip and used a couple different apps to get me there. We all do that when we're driving. We use different directional uh, apps to get us where we're going. And then sometimes it's just getting from point A to point B, and that's all we need. But then there's other apps that we can use that offer more feedback along the way. For instance, if there's construction ahead or if there's a delay ahead, they'll reroute you or they'll notify different um, things on the road that you might need to be aware of and you can offer your feedback as well. And that's what I want to talk about today. I, th- I think that's what we're talking about today when you when we talk about the study that's been released and how that same experience, that same journey relates to CX and the technologies that we use. Absolutely. So yeah, we are going to talk about journey orchestration today, but related to that, right? And that's what you're talking about, right? On the in in the the travels perspective, it's ha- having an app that helps you orchestrate your journey to optimize it, right? So that's right. In CX, you want to do the same thing, but that's part one. You to to do the optimization, one of the most important things that you need to do is rethink CX measurement so that you are measuring the customer experience in all the important ways that you usually do, but also in real time during the customer's journey. So you can optimize their journey at those key moments of truth. And so we are going to be talking about journey optimization, but we're also going to be talking about this, a study we just recently launched called Beyond MPS, Rethinking CX Measurement. So we've got so much great stuff for you today. Two really good speakers who know their stuff. Steve Offsey, who is VP of Marketing for Pointillist, recently acquired by Genesis, and Claire Beatty, who is Senior Director of Thought Leadership here at Genesis. Well, let's dive right in. So, Michael, here is a big stat for you. Nine out of 10 business leaders say that being able to measure customer experience would make it easier for their organization to deliver growth. And almost half will significantly increase in their investment in doing so. So that's why we need to talk more about uh, journey measurement, management, and optimization today. Absolutely. And I think we've got the right people to talk to us about that. Definitely. We have with us Steve Offsey and Claire Beatty. Welcome, Steve and Claire. Thank you. Thank you, Ginger. Thank you, Michael. So why don't you um, say hi to our audience in terms of actually introducing yourselves a little bit and so they know a little bit more about you. So Steve, do you want to kick us off? Sure. So I uh, head marketing for uh, Pointless, which is Genesis's new uh, customer journey management platform. Uh, I've spent uh, more than two decades in the space of trying to uh, create solutions to help companies improve and optimize their customers' experiences. Excellent. And Claire? My name's Claire Beatty. I'm Senior Director for Thought Leadership at Genesis. Uh, That means that I produce a lot of research, 
uh, into the customer experience, into the employee experience. And uh, I was, uh, along with Ginger, was behind the uh, the report that we're going to be talking about today, which was a collaboration with Harvard Business Review, a report uh, titled Beyond NPS, CX Measurement Reimagined. And I'm really excited to share some of the findings with you. Excellent. And it just so happened that the stat that I mentioned was from that report. And there's so much more good stuff we're going to talk about. Um, so, S- Steve, let's just kick off with the level setting question. What is a customer journey? Everyone defines it differently, but what? let's just bring everyone together. That's a great question, Ginger. And the reason is that it's customer journey is a term that is being co-opted by so many different companies and so many different people for different purposes. And it's it's important to understand what a customer journey is so that everyone in your organization is actually talking about the same thing. So a customer journey is about turning the lens around and seeing experience from your customer's perspective. We all work in companies that are, uh, that are organized into functional silos. And each functional silo, whether you're in the contact center, whether you're in uh, marketing, it's, it has its own set of goals that it's trying to optimize. What a customer journey is a way for people to turn that around, turn the lens around 180 degrees and look at the experience from their customer's perspective. So a customer journey is a sequence of milestones that a customer must traverse to achieve their own goal. And again, it's about the customer achieving their goal. What a customer journey isn't, is it's not a marketing campaign. It's not a series of clicks on the website that you're analyzing. It's not a, uh, a, a call routing process. It's, it's not all of those processes inside a company are important in enabling the customer to traverse this journey and achieve their goal, but they are not the customer journey. So understanding that definition and truly looking at it from the customer's perspective is the first step for a customer, for a company to become more customer centric. So maybe a journey would be um, getting a mortgage, the process that you need to go through to get a mortgage. And milestones would be one milestone would be like submitting an application, but I might do it by mail and you might go into the bank and Michael might, you know, work with a chat bot and that kind of a thing. Where companies sometimes get confused is when they go down the route of saying that every customer's journey is unique and different. And we're going to look at hundreds of millions of them simultaneously. The right way to look at it is that customer journeys, there's a finite set for every company. They fall into these general categories typically, and that you're defining them, as I said, as a sequence of milestones that every customer must transverse to achieve their goals. Their path through that in their actual experience may be unique, but their journeys have uh, similarities and consistencies. So as, as, as we look at um, all, all those factors, and as it sounds like our companies in Claire Olasky, it sounds like we're getting better at recognizing that we need to be tracking this these customer journeys differently, or do we feel like that's where most companies are? Is that, would you say that? No, our, our research identified a really big need 
to be better at measuring the experience along these key points. So in our survey with Harbour Business Review, 82% of the CX leaders we surveyed said that understanding the quality of experience at those key points along the customer journey is important to their company's business strategy. So really important to like get closer to those key points in the journey and understand the experience. Um, and, and they also say, and just to repeat that, that headline stat that Ginger um, mentioned at the beginning, nine out of 10 said that being better able to measure the experience would make it easier for their organization to deliver growth. That's pretty impactful. If you think about, um, you know, not surprising, right? If you measure something, then you're more likely to act on it and make those optimizations. Um, so, to, Steve, do people understand what you know journey measurement and optimization are, or do you feel like you're still kind of out there trying to explain so people get it? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of interest and in demand to start understanding and measuring customer journeys so that you can optimize and improve them. Uh, there's a new discipline that, that's starting to uh, take off at a lot of uh, the most innovative companies called customer journey management. And what that is, is an umbrella term where it defines an approach that customer-centric organizations use to measure, monitor, and optimize customer experience by aligning their entire organization with their customers' goals. So what this means is it goes, it starts with measurement that you need to measure journeys. And then it actually goes beyond that where you're actually aligning the people in your organization around journeys, not simply around internal processes and functions. Hmm. So Claire, what is this? report have to say about that? I feel like there must be some some goals around all of this measurement. We are specifically, what are your goals for measuring the customer experience? Um, you know, as Steve said, the top, the top goal that businesses have is to optimize the customer journey. So finding these friction points, improving um, and really improving that experience along the end to end of the journey. Um, another big goal that organizations have is to identify opportunities for product improvements or innovation. So really spotting the gaps and ways that they can tweak or innovate the product, develop something new for the market, um, and then driving business outcomes, understanding customer preferences, identifying the root causes of customer frustration. Uh, those were some of the other big, big um, goals that they had for measuring the experience. So how are we getting there? Because I think that's that's probably the next step. We can we see there's a demand. We understand that we understand their points that they want it, they want. Uh, how are we using technology to get there? And what, what are some of the changes we're having? I think you know from Genesis perspective, this is where we really talk about empathy and bringing in the empathy pillars that underpin our technology. So that's listening to customers, you know, using our technology, our AI, our data analytics to really listen to their intent, to their sentiment, to use digital engagement, to, you know, take them to the right place. Um, but we really call that like the listening phase. And then we also... Um, 
focus on learning. So continually drawing out insights, helping companies do better um, with their data and their analytics to get better on reporting. And we also see them using um, these insights to drive better outcomes in the moment and to adjust in real time. So understanding sentiment, understanding, you know, when you're when you're when you're not delivering a great experience and having that capability to course correct. Steve, anything you want to add on that in terms of, of technology improving CX or the journey? Yeah, as we've been talking, uh, measuring things at the journey level is the next step. And it's the first step in, in, uh, in journey management that makes that possible. Companies have been measuring now for a bunch of years customer experience, and they usually measure it in aggregate. So we know companies for years now know what their NPS is for the whole company. And CEOs on analyst calls uh, are, are talking about their NPS. But the next step then the CEO has is how do we, we know now where we stand, how do we improve it? And just measuring customer experience in aggregate or measuring it for a specific customer segment or even measuring it at a particular transaction point is not enough to be able to understand how to improve it. And that's where journey measurement comes in. With journey measurement, you're looking at it from a completely different angle. You're saying, as we discussed earlier, if the customer is on a specific journey, so say they're trying to, as in your example, Ginger, to, uh, to get a, approved for a mortgage, let's understand and measure the experience in that dimension. So let's not pollute the number by throwing in everything into that measurement for people that are looking to move money, leave the bank. You know, let's just look at the experience just for people whose goal is to, uh, to get that mortgage approval. And by doing that, as we call it journey measurement, what we're doing there is then getting a much more focused, clear view of the actual experience based on what people are, what the customer is trying to accomplish and what their goal is. So journey measurement is now the way that technology is being applied to add much more clarity and much finer level of detail to be able to measure customer experience in ways that you can actually then uh, improve it. Because you can now capture and quantify for a specific experience what is uh, where it's going right, where it's going wrong, what the impact is from the customer's perspective on their experience, and also tie it to what the impact is on the business and the KPIs by which the business is measured by. Can I ask you real quick, where are we finding it? It may have been part of the study. Uh, or where are we finding that they're doing that now? You say that they're typically just tracking it along one portion. Uh, or do we find that they're usually just doing it at the end of a transaction? Is that or at the end of a journey? Is that where we're capturing it traditionally? Yeah, that's exactly right. We, in our study, we found that organizations have the far the greatest competency in measuring that very end of journey experience. Just 28% of the panel say they're able to measure it well throughout the journey. So it's a really big gap. Yeah, and that's one of the things about journey measurement is that you break it down, not just to be able to measure the success of a journey, and a journey success metric should be something that captures both 
the success from the customer's perspective, as well as the success from the business expect, uh, perspective. But, but that's not enough because you can't wait till customers complete that journey to then find out in hindsight that it was poor, as well as there may be customers that never complete the, the journey because they abandon it and leave. And then you've not measured anything. And to make that situation even worse, the rate at which customers are actually responding to surveys is constantly decreasing. It's really plummeting. So what you're doing is you're only hearing from a, a tiny fraction of the customers having that experience on what they what their feedback is on how it went. So what that what that does is it it it, it compels you to start looking and measuring at things on the journey that are predictive of the success of that journey. And those, those kind of in-journey signals then can give you uh, more real-time uh, feedback on how things are going and where they went wrong so that you can make adjustments uh, before uh, everyone you know, either falls off and abandons that journey or before you hear from a subset of people in hindsight that it was a poor experience. Yeah. So you're really putting the burden on the technology, right? You're putting it on the, instead of relying on what you're saying is a plummeting number, which is respondents to a survey. So with all that emphasis, uh, what would you say is primary to, to that though, in the technology stack? Because you talked about sentiment analysis, you talked about uh, just grabbing pieces of that journey and measuring it, but where do you see that being the most important step to that? If we're not actually getting surveys? There's a couple of key things. It all starts with data. So the first step is to, to aggregate all of the customer data you have from all the touch points across the, the company. And that capability is where it all begins because right now every company just has silos and silos and silos of data from every interaction in every separate system they use. So there's, there's data from the web interactions, there's data from the voice interactions, with agents, there's data from the chat, there's data from the IVR, there's data from product, digital product usage, and they're all separate. And the first step is to aggregate that data and to turn it into what we call journey data. And what is journey data? It's, it's not about a, a, a relational database, of, uh, it's about of, of disconnected information. What it is is putting it into the context of what the events are that a customer interacts with you at over time. So it's time-based information and it's all uh, integrated around customers. So one of the most important capabilities in that area is identity resolution so that you can actually tell that the same customer uh, looked at your web page and then went to their mobile app and then went in and did a chat session and then eventually talked to a voice agent. That's the stream of data that, that, that's journey data. So aggregating all this separate information into journey data is the first important step. The next capability that's important once you've created that source of journey data is to be able to analyze that. And that's, that's called journey analytics. And this is a bit different than the traditional analytics that most companies have done, because instead of, uh, again, going out separately to all those systems, trying to pour the data into a temporary holding area and do queries about it, what you need to do is to be able to look across that by customer over time. 
And that's what journey analytics lets you do. It lets you see the actual uh, data from a journey perspective. So you can figure out where are the bottlenecks in those journeys, where are people falling out, and where are the opportunities to improve them. And once you've then done that and have an idea of what's working and what isn't working, what the impact is on your, your costs and your revenue and other KPIs, you can then prioritize projects to improve those journeys that are uh, the weakest and have the biggest impact. And you can put in place ways to optimize those journeys through journey orchestration, where journey orchestration, think of it as uh, your customers are traveling down a highway and they're getting off at the wrong exit. So with journey orchestration, once you've realized that, you can then set up a sign there to point them back on the right route to reach their goal. You know, it sounds like it's pretty challenging to uh, do all of this because there's so many individual journeys. And then I feel like there's probably not enough people using journey analytics. So they're, they're kind of hitting the wall in terms of achieving some of their goals in measuring the customer journey. Claire, have you found through the research that there's like some challenges in this measurement side of things? We found a lot of challenges. Uh, we were actually really, really surprised to learn 41% of the leaders cannot explain why metrics rise or fall. That's an incredible number. Um, a third say their organization is not able to track CX metrics across physical and digital channels. Um, so these you know, really big disconnects between different parts of the journey. Um, 20%, that's one in five, say they don't understand which moments matter most to consumers. Uh, and just 12%, a one in 10, is satisfied with their ability to use CX metrics in real time. So they have a lot of after the fact indicators. Maybe they are able to explain why those data points have gone up or down. Maybe they're not, but a big problem is that they're not actionable. They don't translate into actionable insights and therefore they're not in a position where they can optimize these journeys that Steve has been sharing with us. And the other thing to keep in mind is, you know, journey management is an enterprise-wide effort that is not something you just wake up one day and you do in a week. Uh, it's a destination. It's, it's, you know, it's metaphorically a journey that an organization itself has to traverse. And there are ways to get started much ease, more easily. You, you, know, you, you don't wanna boil the whole ocean at once. You wanna take it one bucket at a time. As I said, um, journey management is a large transformation for a company. Uh, it's more of a destination than a first step. It's a goal that you wanna achieve over time. And there are a lot of ways to start that, that journey as an organization where you start with, uh, say you're, you're in the contact center, you can start looking as a first step at how do I measure the experiences my customers are having with the contact center from a journey perspective? So what journey are they on? What is their goal to accomplish? And let me start measuring it that way. And instead of measuring things only by channel and say separately trying to optimize the IVR, 
and then separately trying to optimize my voice agents and then separately trying to optimize my chat experience. Why don't I then look at this in an omni-channel perspective by the customer's journey so, and start measuring it that way? It doesn't mean that you lose all ability to see what's happening in each channel, but you're starting with an omni-channel approach that's organized by what your customers are trying to accomplish, what their goals are, what journey they're on, instead of starting with a channel-specific approach where you're mixing together customers that are trying to accomplish very different things. And what that does is let you get started down this path where you can start teasing these things apart, start improving specific experiences within a single area, such as the contact center, and allow it both to improve customer satisfaction at the same time simultaneously as improving the metrics that you're being measured by as a contact center, such as first call resolution, such as uh, agent handling times, uh, and other metrics that you're, you're responsible for, including the overall cost of the contact center, which is a, a, a major uh, goal of most contact centers in most organizations today. Well, and I bet it also helps avoid any unintended consequences because sometimes if you make a change over here, but you don't consider the outcome over there, it might cause a problem where if you're looking at holistically at the journey, then you're helping to avoid that situation. Absolutely. Uh, most organizations that where they break things down into silos by channel and function uh, end up playing, um, you know, the, the old arcade game whack-a-mole where they fix <laughs> one channel, one problem, but then they create another one somewhere else because they don't have the visibility, as, as you mentioned, of the holistic experience and how it's impacting that or how it's impacting uh, the business metrics that they're measured by. So they may improve the experience in one place, but then it ends up generating uh, you know, a huge increase in, in agent interactions, which then escalates costs. And it, let's not forget how it impacts the agent too, because remember if, if we have frustrated customers, we have unhappy agents and that's a part we haven't even, that's just holistically, we wanna make sure that these things are done to improve all areas of the business, as you mentioned, but that includes agent satisfaction and they'll be, more satisfied with these tools, I believe. Absolutely, and that connects back to the larger points that, that Claire was making about empathy, where an empathic experience, for an agent to deliver an empathic experience, they need to be able to understand what the customer's intent was, what their experience, prior experience already was. So put yourself, we're all consumers also, so put yourself in, that shoe, in those shoes for a minute, where if a, you're having a problem and you've already been trying to solve it for a day or two and you've gone through multiple interactions and you finally get frustrated and you call in and you get somebody on the line, it, an empathic experience is not for them to say, hi, what's your problem? How can I help you? An empathic experience is that that agent already has given the information to know wow, they can say, I see you still haven't solved this problem and I'm going to fix it for you right now because I already know what your intent was, what you were trying to do. I already know what you've already done and that you, the frustration that you had. And it's already routed me to the person that can actually solve that problem. 
Well, I want to thank you both for that in-depth discussion around customer journey, because there's so many, I'm, I'm glad we covered or cleared up what a customer journey really is and how we're getting there. And I want to thank you both for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much. There's so, there's always so much to learn from, from these sessions. And I, and I'm, I really appreciate the way that they broke down customer journey for us. And I think Steve highlighted something that I quite, or I didn't quite grasp how, how many different types of journeys there are for one, but then also the fact that there's, you know, we may take different paths to get where we want. We use mortgage as an example a lot. You know, there's different ways in which I might approach it versus you, but the idea that we all have milestones, there is the same milestones along the way and how we're capturing those milestones and then capturing data around each milestone. Because regardless of how we take that approach to get that mortgage, we still have the same milestones we have to meet. And I thought that was an interesting aspect. Absolutely. And right along the line of that um, is some of the findings that Claire cited, which is you know, even though 80% of the CX leaders that we spoke with say it's important to measure customer experience along all the key points in the customer journey, they're still having a hard time doing it for the most part. They're still having a hard time translating results into actual insights. And they're still not measuring at all these key points along the journey. So if your company does that, you have a great competitive advantage right at your fingertips. Well, I hope this episode has been kind of a map to get everyone in that same direction to get there. But as we close this week's episode of Tech Talks in 20, I want to thank everyone for listening and hope we were able to hope, hope you're able to take something away from today's topic. Before we leave you, we wanted to remind you to be sure to take advantage of the resources listed below on genesis.com. These expand on today's topic and will leave you with some additional information. Also, be sure to click subscribe to get notified on previous and new episodes of the podcast and feel free to share with friends and colleagues. Again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks in 20. Bye.